one. I'm Jason the Word from MakingStarWars.net. And I got James. Jiggity James. What's up? How's it going, man? It's going. So are you are are you uh are you a plus James or a ooh James tonight? You know, it, it's it, it's it's good. It's I'm good, not yeah. I'm not completely blown away. Um it's it's pretty exposition heavy, which you kind of expected. Yeah. Um, you know, and one thing that I was shocked to to hear, I, I, I don't know if this is true, but someone said that Favreau came out and said that Grogu was training for two years. With no, no, Did it, not say that. No, I'm, I've been fighting okay. it all day on Twitter. I'm like, you okay. guys are. It's like, it's like, there's like two ways you could take what he says, and they generally took it the stupidest way you could. I was gonna say, and. And then he, he came out and he clarified. And in his clarification, okay. he also fumbled his words. I understand because I'm a mush mouth. So, so I feel <laughs> bad for him. But but I was like, come on, Favreau. Now's not the time. Mm-hmm. Basically, what he's trying to say is like, it's basically in real time. So so Grogu is there for several months, if like close to a year. Not Probably not exactly a year, but close to a year. Like Mando season two ends, Grogu's gone. And then Book of Boba Fett happens, which mm. was about a year, you know, around that year time. So he's there for, for for a bit, but also Star Wars time, like you can't be it's Star Wars time. You know what I mean? It's it's right. not it's it's nonsense for the most part. It's like it's he's yeah. gone for a while, enough to be really sad, enough for their them to write books and explore narratives about how Mando was, you know, in that brothel from Andor just crying himself to sleep and paying somebody to be his friend and like like so it's and then and then we have the real time after that between boba and now so so grogu's a little bit bigger you know it's kind of what they're what he's what he's getting at but 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 i think in the next couple of days he will clarify that even further but that's that's basically what he said to variety and on my twitter um somebody sent me the, the variety thing and you know so uh, I texted Bespin, and I'm like, "That pirate looks too good." And if you've been following my skeleton crew scoops, had stuff about the teacher <sighs> and the the pirates that attacked the kids. Yeah. And then Bespin writes me back. He's like, "I wonder if that's the school." And I'm like, "The the one on Navarro." And I'm like, "I bet you it is." So I bet you the the skeleton crew kids are in. We're, we're we're speculating right now based off of what we think we know from skeleton crew, uh-huh. but Jude Law is just called like the teacher, well, and so it all really kind of fits, and uh, also kind of um, I wouldn't call it a hundred percent win, but a win on the IG eleven scoop the, about Mecca IG eleven. I mean it's it's all here. Yeah, he's like, "What if I can't get the part? But like, can you just fix it?" So I, I think it's very clear how it's gonna how it's gonna go. Yeah, maybe he doesn't get the part, and then that's the compromise, it's something like that. But yeah, or or maybe it's half sentient and half control. I mean, who knows? Yeah, well, I I yeah. did I did have an indication that Taika Waititi was doing the voice. Yeah, but but he that might have just been the voice right there, and that was it. So you know, I mean, it's not it's not conclusive, but that uh that uh, little Terminator moment was unexpected, right? <laughs> <laughs> it, it it it's kind of like um, when something's fun, we tend to go with it, 
if it's fun you're like okay fine and so i'm completely happy with with what they did there and what what they're doing because i think it's fun so i'm down to go with it but when you watch that that first season there are no parts there's no parts it's it's obliteration he's obliterated and then quill is all like don't worry i erased it there's nothing left he is a friend and it's like motherfucker once he got if he got his ass kicked he would have turned t2 on him (sighs) right tried to john connor his ass so i'm a little bit like i was like i was like hmm (laughs) about that but i was like you know what it's fun so i don't care well yeah i mean (laughs) and i was just thinking like mando was like oh yeah i need him i'm gonna i'm gonna put him back together and it was like how fucking cruel is it that this this droid can be reactivated yeah but they decided to immortalize him in a statue instead like mm-hmm. no way no he can be saved like <laughs> that fucking statue in the courtyard well well to, to be to be fair they probably took him to the little babu frickers mm-hmm. not no, no, no good, bad, broken. And they're like, okay, make him a statue. That's probably what happened. We want to get logistical about it. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Um, also, one last thing. This is the last thing I'll say about skeleton crew speculation, but he's all and holy fucking shit, the fucking purgle. Well, mm. what if the you know, we keep hearing that that they end up in sort of like a new place, someplace kind of unexplored, and then we have that same stuff with the Soka and Ezra Bridger. What if those pirates in those space whales all kind of connect? Yeah. Or another, you know what I mean? It's another, yeah, yeah. If they're not going to show it, you know, like in Ahsoka, but we're going to hear about it, maybe then we'll kind of see it. Like they'll kind of show it to us in live action. Yeah. But, yeah. But, anyways, uh, all right. So, so yeah, man, a lot, a lot happened though. When, when the opening kicks off and you have the, the kid and he's getting the helmet, the family and getting his new helmet and, it's all getting forged and everything. Got about to put it on. At first, I thought that was a flashback. I thought we were like seeing Din getting his right. helmet back in the day or something. I was like, oh, wow. And then no. And then for a second, I thought it was the, uh, what's the, uh, the, 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 the Mythosaur. I thought, oh, shit, the Mythosaur. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, no, but I have a theory. I have a theory that it, when they when they go to do this in the back end, the same thing's going to happen. But but on Mandalore, that mythosaurus got hungry because there's not a lot to eat anymore, and so I think I think like that's what's going to bring out the mythosaur in the back end. That, that that's just the theory I have right now. But um, yeah. But you know, the, it was a great opening. I mean, like me and my son watched it. I let him yeah. stay up, and uh, he uh, when Mando flies by in the ship and then lands and just like looks out the side. <laughs> it was pretty. It was pretty good. You know, especially because he's not really wanted there. It kind of makes it funnier when you think about it. <laughs> but <coughs> yeah, yeah. I, the, the the episode was very exposition heavy. Mm-hmm. So they kind of caught you up to speed. You know, it was very tell don't show. Yeah, which is you know, I mean, I, I get it to some extent, and obviously, you know, the, the whole line with Cara Dune kind of thrown in there, and you know, trying to explain away everything, what's going on. Um, you know, so it, it, it was good. I was actually surprised how much action there was in the episode. Yeah. Um, it was a good balance. It was actually yes. a good balance for, for the, it was, I would say it was pretty efficient with mm-hmm. the amount of exposition, exposition that we had, especially right. coming off of their last show, which was book above the fed, I think. And so yeah. much more, you know, a cleaner, cleaner script. I was surprised that even in the recap, they didn't like reference book of boba 
Yeah. Uh, I noticed on Disney Plus there was like, you know, there was some kind of like a cataloged thing of like catch up to speed with Mando and they did tack on the three episodes of Book of Boba Fett onto that. So yeah. you could watch those and get up to speed. But otherwise, you wouldn't even know that show existed by watching this. So the uh, <laughs> thing about it is, I, I've been talking about this. Um, <clears throat> the Book of Boba Fett's finale mm-hmm. has higher numbers than anything Mando ever had. Which is insane. Yeah. Which is, which is But it has to do with the amount of subscribers that it got that yeah. Disney Plus got pandemic, post-pandemic, or mm-hmm. whatever you want to call this this time. And um, so more people know what happened to Grogu according to their numbers than know why that even happened yeah. to Grogu. <laughs> so I, I, if you believe it, I don't know. It's a little bit weird. But so I but I have a feeling that tonight when we when we see when we learn what the numbers were for this show coming back, I won't be surprised if it obliterates those other shows numbers in in actuality because there's a lot more excitement for grogu and mando than than those other shows those other shows are like preaching to the choir to some extent whereas this one everybody kind of likes it you know yeah i think anyways well it's an established brand unlike andor where they're kind of trying to sell you something new yeah 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 and and i'm i love the actual like polar op the polar extremes of andor and mando like i mean both completely satisfies me satisfy me as a star wars fan and then like you know trying to find like that happy medium between it i would rather they just kind of do this and that like like well like do do what you do well and i so i'm 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 happy right now for like right now from what it seems like the season's going to be one season or one in one year like what i've gotten makes me pretty happy you know yeah so so let's bring up now now that we kind of we've seen kenobi we've seen andor we've seen mando again because the speculation was well why did kenobi look so poor Mm -hmm. and it was because well it's the california crew and then one was well we uh, we weren't blaming the crew but it was it was an over-reliance upon the volume yeah because instead of actually like going and doing location shoots and that's that's a huge part of it. I mean, that was a that was a very large part of it. Yeah, because the effects work on this is light years better than Kenobi, and mm-hmm. it's the same people shooting California, and they got oh yeah, way a lot of the, a lot of the same people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it, it to some extent it is when it was shot as well. I mean, you, sure. I don't I don't want to we're not we don't have to go down that path too far, but yeah, it's just it's it's kind of shot in different different times like when you know when kenobi was shot most of us were afraid to go outside still different just a weird you know what i mean kind of situation but this proves they can they can put it together they can make it happen and and actually and one last thing nobody actually knows what the real um budget is on this stuff try and find it me me and you did remember that one night we we found like what everybody was sort and it was just somebody talking out their ass on twitter it was completely fucking bunk and uh so uh best ben you thought the kids were funny like like in a bad way you didn't like it you you didn't i kind of liked when the uh, kid tried to be like a badass but i kind of wanted i kind of wanted him to have like kind of like a cooler moment but then get owned instead of just being like "Eh." (laughs) and and a couple of the moments when the when the kids like the guys just fall like 
me and my son were laughing. We're like, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of funny. I, I like it when they uh, was it Paz Vizla was like, hey, take to the sky. Like he had to remind them, hey, you've got jetpacks on. <laughs> it's like, why did you have to tell them that? Yeah. <laughs> Baymax says, uh, too short, but good. Yeah, I, I would, um, in a perfect world, tonight would have been a two-episode opener, and it would have been great. Tonight they did like a premiere kind of thing for for the industry people in the suck-ups. And, <laughs> and um, when they were doing it, they got to see two. And yeah. most of those people were like, the first one's good, but boy, the second one kicks it up. Like that was kind of the – I retweeted the most honest one I could find. That wasn't a suck-up. And uh, so if you if you go on my Twitter, you'll see it. And um, yeah, but but anyways, it it uh, it probably reflects the current climate of Disney Plus of growing subscribers retention. So they're not going to go cash a week of Mando on this on this one. They know that yeah. they can get you for eight weeks. They get you for two months of subscription time, uh, theor- theoretically. And so I don't blame them considering not wrong. Yeah. 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 This time they're not wrong. I'm impatient, so I'm like fuckers, <laughs> but but it's cool. Well, you still it. got an episode of Bad Batch to you know hold you over. <laughs> yeah. I'll get to, I'll get to it. Don't worry. I'll get to it. Yeah. Um yeah, and I mean four is it did feel short, but it did it did pack a lot in though. You know yeah. what I mean? And we we when we when we get him uh when we get to Navarro, we learn that Navarro's now like a was a port in the in the what was it called? The Lydian system or Heidian, some sh- uh, Heidian? Heidian Heidian. Yeah. Heidi Fleiss, the Heidi Fleiss George <laughs> This is in the Heidi Fleiss book. That's how yeah. I'll remember it. Heidi and Way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh but I, I, I like that I like that we kind of like when you look at the evolution of the port from the first season, there's still Imperials locked away in there. There's still like Imperials that are like just us holding out and it's and it's a shithole. Mm-hmm. And then we move on and then Grief Cargo was like a bounty guy and now he's the magistrate and he's time magistrate. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I I did I did like when his um when his statue falls on IG 11's head <laughs> and the, 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 dumb pun. So to say that's using your head. Yeah. I was like, I was like that, was that like, felt, oh God. that felt really eighties though. Yeah, it felt totally. like in a good way. Dad joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, it and, looked like they have a budget now. I mean, because mm-hmm. man, that, you know, they actually populated the streets pretty well. Fair amount of aliens and droids. Mm-hmm. So it actually felt like, you know, I mean, it still looks TV, but it, it's mm-hmm. damn good for a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. If it, uh, like we've talked about on the show a million times, if they added like film grain to it, it would be so much more convincing. But because yeah. it doesn't have it, that's where it does look, look more TV sometimes, though. I, I don't know because they're not, they're not adding film grain to like, you know. No. Uh, well, Rogue One or anything. They're 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 mastering films in, in film now. A lot. It's it's a kind of a thing that happens, I think. Yeah. But I'm I'm talking a little above my pay grade here, but I'm pretty yeah. sure that they go and they. It's sort of like what we do in music, where we record digitally, then we take the tape and add the effects, yeah. and then you put it back in. This has better saturation. Sure. I think they do the same kind of they, they some some projects. Yeah, Rogue One 
probably isn't doing that. But that would make it feel, if they did that, that would probably take a little bit of that TV Disney Plus look away, I think. I I don't know. I think think that's more of a product of our generation. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty sure your kids... Oh, yeah, look at that and just be like, why is this all grainy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> why isn't it just pristine clear? Why do you got to add shit? To, to, <laughs> Probably. Because, I mean, it literally makes no sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, even 24 frames a second, you know, you mm-hmm. start people like, you know, you dump it, bump it up to 60 frames a second, and people are like, oh, it doesn't look like a movie anymore. Yeah. Why? I mean, why? the only reason they went to 24 frames a second was it was the cheapest way to sync up sound. Mm-hmm. There wasn't like some kind of industry like meeting of like, hey, 24 frames a second looks cinematic. Yeah. So so that's really just a product of our generation of saying, you know, it doesn't look like movies. That's that whole Quentin Tarantino vibe of yeah, it's culture. It's, yeah. Yeah. And and yeah. so yeah, I don't know. I, I I personally I don't understand. And I mean Lucas went through that whole crap when uh he started doing the digital theaters. With uh, a lot of the pushback from from uh, filmmakers of you know, this is a real cinema, it doesn't look right, da, da, da. and it's like, I mean, to me, it's such gatekeeping nonsense of you know, film grain twenty four frames a second and motion blur and all that stuff, and I don't know. Yeah, it's like make it look as good as you can. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, Seth says, "I love seeing another great dragon type creature." Yeah, the the like fight with it wasn't spectacular. I mean, it, it wasn't like I wasn't like, oh, that was a great monster fight, but it, no. it, it was fun. It had a good like attached to it. It was surprising when it happened too. Surprising that you'd have a uh, baptism in, <laughs> in waters with giant shark yeah. turtles. You know? <laughs> like what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. When, when we get back to uh, um. Navarro, and then we end up going to the um, I don't remember what they're called, the Babu Frick guys. Um, when we get to that scene though, that was special, yeah. It was good. I mean, now I haven't seen anything that ridiculous and rad <laughs> since the 80s. <laughs> it's like you I was watching I mean? an episode of Fraggle Rock there for a second, you know. Mm-hmm. It was, it was <laughs> like, what would happen if they had made an, another Star Wars movie after Return of the Jedi and some people from Fraggle Rock got hired onto it? Seriously, like that's yeah. what it felt like yeah and and i yeah and you know the him him telling them they can't fix the droid hilarious grogu trying to hold it and stuff like that just like good ridiculous moments and it's that, like that was yeah yeah i was happy and like like mando sitting in there like luke and in yoda's dagobah hut in a way i don't i wouldn't call it exactly like a throwback but kind of did that sort of thing didn't you want to see that shot though of Mando coming in and out of that place? Yeah, I imagine him trying. It wasn't. It wasn't going to really. It wasn't logistical, was it? <laughs> no. In real life, he'd have been like, "I'm not going in there. This is bullshit." But yeah, uh, no, it's nice. I mean, you know, as much as I uh, can't stand the sequels, it's nice to see things that were good actually incorporated into yeah. to, to other things. So yeah that's that's something that like you know level-headed fans can should be able to like look at everything i mean there's people that don't like the sequels there's people that don't like the prequels but in this thing we have 
an N1 starfighter from The Phantom Menace, one of the most hated films of our generation, probably. I don't think it deserves it, but it is. And then and then on top of that, like, yeah, you got this like little thing made for episode nine, which is my least favorite Star Wars movie. But um, but seeing how all of those things make contributions to the world for other people to play in. Uh, it's kind of, you know, that's why when a good design shows up in star Wars, even if you don't like the movie, fucking respect it I said, yeah. <laughs> on that front. I mean, it's cause it's like, that was, I, I thought it was pretty magical. Um, yeah. we got the, uh, Cara Dune explanation. She got a new job. She got a new job. <laughs> yeah. She's working. So yeah. she, she's a Republic. Wasn't she like a Republic commando again or something? Is that what they were? Yeah, she got uh, promoted to special forces or something. Special, yeah. Say. Some, yeah, some yeah. nonsense, whatever. You never get to see yeah. her again. So she's gone. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's it's weird because the last episode for uh, episode two ends on such a kind of cliffhanger with the Darksaber and all of them together. And, and then they just drop you right in the middle of shit's changed. People have gone their separate ways and we're not going to tell you what... I mean, Fedek Shan was on the bridge with them, and yeah, you know that's yeah. That just if you didn't watch Book of Boba, you you would be lost. <laughs> <laughs> it's like with with the yeah the I I think like when I try to imagine, I'm just somebody who didn't or just has no memory because mm. smoking too much ganja or something, and then you just like what you know you watch this, you're like, well, time went by, so okay, yeah. I get it. Yeah, they got back together. And people moved on. Okay, I get it. So here we go. It yeah. does. It. I mean, it. That episode, you could probably start the show up right there. Mm-hmm. Like when you get down to it, like it. There were there were callbacks to like IG eleven. You don't know the emotion. They wouldn't have the emotional weight. It's definitely worth having seen the first two seasons. But when you look at what they're setting up, it's almost like a whole new. This is a whole new chapter of yeah. of the uh of the uh, story you know season one and two very much sit together and then this is now the next part mm-hmm. so which which i'm excited for because i've watched the first two qu- quite quite a few times now <laughs> so i need i need some more mando now i was a little surprised because favreau mentioned basically like when they, they kind of asked him you know he said he's already finished writing season four and they asked, I think, like, you know, how many more seasons or where do you think this is going? And he was kind of like, we don't really know. We're just making it up as we go along, which was surprising. Because mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to kind of split the difference with Rob because I know Rob thinks that they should have done a Mando movie. And I, I will I will 100% agree with that. But If I you're a businessman, sure. Well, here's business what I'm saying. Is, Rob. Businessman Rob. I, where I think he's wrong is he, he would do it out of the gate. Like Grogu's a huge hit. We need to get this on the big screen. We need to start working on a movie right now. Mm-hmm. I would have gone to John and Dave and said, "Hey, this is a huge hit. Um, let's plan for six seasons, and yeah. we'll finish with a major motion picture. And let's plan this out, and let's <laughs> get this all together. So, because making the movie is going to take at least two years, so you're going to be into probably only season four. And you're going to have to have this thing kind of locked down in terms of where it's going. Mm-hmm. And I, I and I thought that's probably where they were going to end up going. It's like they would get to have this huge show. They would make its run. And they would culminate it in some big, giant, epic 
for the screen movie. Yeah. And that would be surprising if they do that because the show's not going to run forever. I mean, it's got a shelf life. We'll see. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. I don't know. I mean, I mean, <laughs> it's going to be like Friends or Seinfeld. And just yeah. I mean, over. with 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 Disney Plus growing, yeah. shrinking and growing, but but actually growing in, in actuality beyond the, that pandemic surge that it had. Um, it had, I don't think it's really, we haven't seen it seem tired yet. Now, if I'm completely wrong and this comes out and this has like really low ratings or whatever, then I'll be like, oh, hey, there we go. This is the end. <laughs> but but I don't think that's where we're at with this yeah. one. And um, the one, one thing about it is you can go back. So Favreau is just, he's doing so much press. He's saying stupid shit. And when I say stupid <laughs> shit, I don't mean he's stupid. I get, I get when, when you have to do that much like talking on the yeah. same topic, you know, you start messing up. And you could go back to my original scoop about this show, and I'm like, it's about the restoration of Mandalore. Like that is that is the project's end game. And now we're to the end game season right now. <clears throat> so people are like he has no plan. He's had a fucking plan the whole time. Is like the kid saving the kid and getting the and getting Mandalore restored. Like so, it's not like they're like when you get down to it after this season. The original charter is 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 uh, fixed, or it's he did it. He did what he said he would originally do, right. but but what are they saying we're going to do now? The crossover event, and why are they acting like it's so far away? Because in a few months, Ahsoka comes out, and that's when it gets set up, and then they have to actually start talking about what the contributions are towards the crossover event. So they're not so they don't want to say that stuff today. They want to say that stuff when Ahsoka comes out. So people are like, oh god, it's all just made up. And it's like, you know what? It yeah. is always all just made up though. Like everything that's ever been good that you love was just made up. There, yeah. there's I I I don't know of anything in actuality that was all planned out with some master Bible and the person wrote 12 books and then just started publishing after the 12th book or something like that. Like that doesn't it's not how creative creatives work. Yeah, I mean, so, there, there's some rare exceptions to that, I would say. But usually, well, even like, I mean, but the prequels, mm -hmm. um, if you read The Making of Return of the Jedi, Lucas pretty much laid out the, the plot line for the prequels. But then everything so, else was just made up, like on the yeah. spot about how it worked. And it was, I love right. it, but it's bad shit. Oh, she's 14 and he's 10 and she's the queen <laughs> of Naboo and he's just a slave. Like, it was just like, he was making that shit up. Yeah. Like, that was. Well, like a lot of like the the the, the story points yeah. were not fleshed out, but the the overall here's what happens was yeah hundred percent fleshed in, out. In this, well, in the second one, they get married. In the third one, he becomes Darth, like that kind of yeah. stuff. Is, yeah, and then the clones turn on. Yeah, I mean the 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 whole the whole basic mm -hmm. premise of it was laid out yeah. in terms of yeah. how the emperor rises to power. So I mean, the story was there, but yes, the, it was not a script. But it, right. it was like here's here's basically what happens, and here's the story beats. And yeah. It was enough for them to kind of when they were working. That's the whole reason why they had that conversation. Larry Cassidy and said, "Hey, I want to know if I'm going to write this thing, what the hell happened, mm -hmm. so I can make it." And he said, "All right, here's one, two, and three. Yeah. Um, so I mean, so but usually you have like an end game in mind, you know. Yeah, it's, and it's going to culminate and, and, with X. And right now we're in the first, we're in the first end game. Phase one. 
phase we do a Marvel one. Thing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if if, if the show had been Luke had had a lukewarm reception, yeah. this would have been the final season right now. <laughs> yes, absolutely. This, so, so it was. Yeah. The, so, anyways, I I just think that it, that people are um looking for an excuse to break up yeah. all the time. You know what I mean? It's just like chill out, okay? Yeah. He's not saying that. He's just saying he needs some time. Just leave him alone. You know what I mean? He's working it out. He's got he's got four other shows going right now. Chill. But um I, I don't I personally don't have a problem. I mean, if they want to make it up on the fly and make it up on the fly, that's fine. Mm -hmm. I was just shocked because they they do seem like they're trying to integrate all these other shows. Well, and no, so no, that's and where it doesn't make any sense. That's because like you you have to have a plan. If you're gonna, if these things are gonna talk to each other, you can't just make it up. You have uh, to have some kind of roadmap. I know what he's, people are gonna get your fucking way. No, I understand his mindset. Yeah. Like every now and then I'll hear something and I'm told you cannot you cannot let Lucasfilm know that you have any wind of this whatsoever. Yeah. I have to go, okay, rewind mind. Okay, this is I'm in November now mentally. Yeah. I get it. And 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 like that's where he's at because mm. Ahsoka and Skeleton crew are fucking in the can. Yeah, they're filmed. So yeah. he's pretending like it's six months ago, like it's eight months ago, yeah. whatever. And uh, and it's not. But I understand why, because he has to promote those shows when they come out and he can't say the, the, the juicy stuff from those shows now. So anyways, um, Bespin. Uh, okay, so so Baymax thinks the effects look great and we're spot on. And KG thought some of the CGI looked iffy. Maybe it maybe it's just me. I mean. At the end of the day, it's you know salt to taste, but I I thought it looked yeah. I thought the effects looked well good for for Disney Plus. I thought the the, the Nick Two Pirate was the best looking Nick Two Pirate of all time. Mm -hmm. You know that makeup was was really really good. I don't know exactly. I think it was sort of done like how Cad Bane was. Would you yeah. agree? That's probably was the same technique. Yeah, where it, it goes into the mouth and everything. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like you said, there was way too much money invested in those pirates. And you know, did you notice that the, the, the ones that he shoots are also the ones that are pilot fighters? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, obviously they probably went, oh, shit, budget. We can't we can't have 10 pirates. <laughs> yeah. Stuff. We got to reuse this Barada guy. <laughs> yeah. It's like just um, back when we saw those, there was some a leak. And uh, when we saw like the unfinished helmets from the Praetorians, mm -hmm. those those big turrets were in those photos um, from that day. They actually built those those like turrets. I was like, oh, I recognize that. <coughs> so, yeah, but I'm I'm with Baymax. Uh, I have no problems with the effects. And uh, um, KG also didn't like Pirate Genie Jones was so cringe, and uh, I I, I liked him. Yeah. And but but I also thought when I saw him, I'm like, this is too fucking expensive to either not come back in this show and be a huge episode with this character, and this is just like an expositional setup of this guy who will come back later, or this is the skeleton crew. This is the skeleton crew um, pirate who who kicks off the shit. And yeah. I, I think that's what it is. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's yeah. my that's my guess. And and then also, like I said, those they they show us the the the, the pergles now of all the fucking times. It's like 
in a weird way. It was like a, it was a cute way of getting everybody's attention on it because it's like, oh, look at what Grogu's looking at. We love him. He's adorable. And then they're like, they're like oh, wow, that's a weird thing. And then people will like, I, I think I think when they hear about it now, it because because they they also name dropped it in Kenobi. Remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Bell Organa's talking about like, and that just doesn't really mean yep. anything at that moment. But seeing it like that, also cooler, you know, the coolest maybe we've ever seen though. So yeah, it, and and I I I think it's I think there was a, a few I think there was a a, a a minute or two of real estate in this episode that is relating to the future of all of the other shows. Sure. Well, if I remember correctly, in Rebels they set up the Purgle as being like basically like mythical creatures. Mm-hmm. that most people didn't even think existed yeah so, the fact that they just randomly show up in mando i don't even know if mando good. notices them no he, he looks like he's asleep yeah yeah that's, oh yeah that's the impression and that i got grogu has his little my, my son loved that he because because we used to worry yeah. about that yeah. that he was yeah. like he had to stay in there the whole time yeah. like like it actually i think it gives kids like anxiety like <laughs> like me. yeah right Christ. i mean it looks yeah. yeah but like like the fact that like they can't like change but so the fact that they go bloop, you know and it goes up in there in the cockpit uh i liked it it was so, it was fun so you think they're wearing catheters no no they're just i think he just gets out of the ship yourself. and shakes a leg this is the way, <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> got smell on that helmet man <laughs> donna says I thought briefly to myself, I hope the kid gets eaten. I kind of wanted somebody to get eaten. You know, that was, uh, you know, it would have been nice. Someone did get eaten, just not a child. Bestman it's... says, yeah, in a bad way. The colorful helmets look too big for them. Reminded me of random kids running around stores in Mando Boba helmets. Yeah. Okay. When when I heard about them uh, yeah. the first time, the way it was, <clears throat> the way it was expressed made it sound like they were acting in more of a squire excuse me capacity maybe yeah. later on they they are it's possible that later on on the mythosaur fight they do or whatever but well, but yeah people, here they were just kind of like running yeah. sideways and shit you know so. well you, you can't help but have it look kind of weird because well like red letter media one of their criticisms for phantom menace was why was there a child-sized helmet in the nabu fighter mm-hmm do they not realize that children's heads to their bodies are proportionally way bigger? Your head doesn't grow that much as you grow older. Your body grows into it. Have you not so, seen Jake Lloyd's head? That right. thing was a bowling ball. Something like a watermelon. <laughs> and on top of it, there were also lady pilots. So let's just pretend he had a lady pilot's helmet. Well, no, way. he had just the, the helmet that he had wasn't like a child size helmet. It was a yeah. regular adult yeah, it was, helmet. It was but, big on him. Yeah, but it was, yeah. it was slightly big on him, but the, the a child's head doesn't grow that much yeah so your head is always going to look like if you put a helmet on it's always going to be a bobblehead because they're children <laughs> it's not that they're, they're not child-sized helmets so. i i enjoy yeah. red letter media when they're riffing on b-grade vhs tapes but when it comes to, to star wars that's where i kind of go like yeah eh, you know but, it but comes, it's yeah. okay it's, it's not for them and i think they're kind of forced into uh having to get into it because i think people are like are you gonna do it are you gonna do it now remember that time you did you're gonna do it and i think they kind of have to yeah when it comes to high cinema i'm I'm not looking to get those guys if i'm looking for stupid fun pop culture shit yeah like i like best of the worst like that their show best of the worst 
That's a fun one. That's yeah. a fun show. Uh, yeah. Seth says they were definitely trying to bait you into looking, thinking it was Grogu helmet in the beginning. So, um, Dell says there's a lot more happening in the Bad Batch than there was in Mandalorian. I've watched it yet, Dell. I'll get to it. I will. Um, Baymax says that pirate ship design is old Imperial dreadnought. I think. <clears throat> okay. Oh yeah, we yeah we learned that that uh, um, Bo-Katan's homies are like, oh, you don't have a dark saber. Well, we're gonna go become marauders. Bye. <clears throat> Does that play into this? Do you think? Well, if you remember, Bespin Bulletin had um, video footage of what appeared to be Bo-Katan fighting axe woves. It seemed like, and um, possibly the wrestling lady. Uh, and the Sasha wrestling lady Banks. was what's her name? Sasha Banks, is it? Sasha Banks, and she has a new name now. So, all the wrestling people will correct you, you fucking idiot. Okay, you, well. why don't you know Sasha Banks's new name? Uh, and I'm just like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Um, but, um, um, and it looked like Sasha Banks, and then we were like, oh, you know, and for there was, there was over the last year, we're like, that looks like Sasha Banks and Bestman Bulletin's video. Is it though? Uh, you know, it looks like it, but is it though? And then she was sort of like there was a, there was evidence that she was um, yeah. a little on the anti-vax train up front. Yeah. Um, and so we were like, is she in good standing with the corporation and all that? Because she she liked stuff, but then she seemed to like control it a bit more than Carano did. And so we didn't know. And then, um, but tonight she was at the premiere. Yeah. So I, I think I was, that's a good I, sign. I, I, I don't think it's a big deal anymore, honestly. I mean, certainly because what's the actress from uh, Black Panther? She had the same issue, and obviously Disney didn't care. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't even a thing. So I, I, at this point, I think if someone came out and said, yeah, I'm anti-vax, I think Disney would be like, oh, they're just talking some crazy nonsense, but they're still on our show. Yeah. Um, I don't think it would be a big deal anymore Yeah, to them. Right. Um, well, I I I think it's I think it's fine if it's not kicking up shit. I mean that's like Disney's yeah. whole thing. If you you could mm-hmm. probably be as terrible as you can be, and if you're not kicking yeah. up shit, nobody's gonna really care. Right. But, Disney's um, not trying to take some moral high ground on this. They're trying to figure out like you know which way is the wind blowing today. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Fuck. yeah um. <laughs> but. Uh, you know, speaking yeah. of not being able to identify Mandalorians, um, I was. A hundred percent sure that Empire cover was the Boba Fett helmet out there. Yeah, not even if he was in the show or not, but just. But after looking at that opening sequence, I'm like, God damn! Like three of these guys look like Boba Fett. So how the hell would I know? Yeah, like you literally see yeah. a helmet. Yeah, and then it turns out it's not that helmet wasn't Boba Fett, and it turned out that that helmet was most likely from the first season when they get to the um, what do they? I don't know what they called it. Like a little coven of mm-hmm. mandos. I don't know what they're called. They have a name, but uh, yeah, covert, the covert or whatever. And but it was, it was. I have a theory about it. That one, mm-hmm. I think they bought the helmet from uh, a fan who creates the helmet who makes them because, like, on the first, well, on all of these, they they buy the best helmets that people make. Yeah. And then they start from there instead of starting from scratch on, on a lot of the stuff. I think they bought a Boba helmet and it had the rangefinder and it had the, a dent 
like the, the 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 whole and then they went and built it up and then now it's like oh now it looks just like boba fett and it's confusing you know <laughs> right so yeah um but yeah but I, I i think those pirates looked too interesting like i said to not pay off somewhere else or in a future episode uh Donna says so based on this episode and everything you know do you think season the season will focus more on story and expo dumps or will there be more typical filler episode or two I, I i would just be guessing if i was to say but based off of what we know has to happen in this season i don't think it's just going to be a bunch of exposition i think that they got rid of a lot of it just now like for instance the sasha banks thing axe woves we know it comes back in well they're out there being marauders so now based off of the current evidence that we have about how the season's going i'm guessing that they go and then they are like you're coming with us we're going back to do this thing they're like nah we're good and they're like we're gonna kick your ass they fight they're, okay i'm joining you now robin hood merry men style like i think it's probably what like that's something that has to happen there's there's just too many things that have to happen for me to go and say and think there would be like big filler episodes but yeah. i saw book of boba fett i'm like not asking john favreau to hold his beer you know what i mean i don't, I don't want him to have a hold my beer moment and sh come and show us up so let's let's just hope for the best yeah <laughs> oh yeah baymax uh brings out something i thought was hilarious uh griefs we roll about droids carrying the tail of his cloak was good grief is so pompous i love it yeah, yeah. So we somebody saw those saw those those little things in a picture earlier today we're like what the fuck is that and i looked at it, i was like hmm and then when we saw the episode, I was like, that's what they are. <laughs> now, did you notice uh, R5D4 already on uh, Navarro? No. Yeah, he he's a, just he's rolling. Just... He, he's in a couple shots. It, it was actually because because we've, we've yeah, in our speculation, we've been trying to figure this out. Like, he goes back to Tatooine and then he needs some ship work and then he gets R5 on Tatooine. So. Yeah. Maybe they and just reused it. Maybe they yeah. just reused it, or maybe it actually like it's not. It's like orange, or like you know what I mean, burgundy, and it's coming up red in the shot. We just think it's R right. five, but it's probably probably the same droid either way. I, I heard I had heard that the original R five D four of that showed up in the show. I don't know if this is the same one, but that it was made for Kenobi at Pinewood when sure. Pinewood when Kenobi was going to be filmed at Pinewood. And then when it wasn't, they shipped it over here, and then he sh ended up showing up in Mando in a kind of random episode oh, first wow. or something like that. <laughs> but um, Seth says, movies are starting to look worse than TV. Sometimes that is true. Sometimes some some uh, some of the CGI that we get on, on, the, the sh on this channel, I think, though, that might be going away to some extent. Maybe not on the Mando. But on like some of these like the lower end Marvel shows and stuff like that, I wouldn't be surprised if we start to see the budgets getting cut on them. And with movies becoming a bigger focus down the road too, I think that like that'll probably end up clogging up more of the production pipeline. Like you know what I mean? ILM yeah, yeah. stuff, you know. Yeah, huge. Well, and you really think about it. I mean, you look at all the content Netflix does. Not yeah. even close to, to the scale of what they're doing for Marvel and Star Wars and Disney Plus. And pretty much everything they come out with is like epic. Yeah. 
Um, so I, I imagine their budgets are ridiculously high compared to any other streaming service in terms of what they're spending. It's like yeah. watch Halo. Tell me, tell me how their effects budget mm -hmm. <laughs> holds up compared to Star Wars or Marvel. Yeah, actually, um, I started Picard. I just put it on and watched like the first episode of Picard. And I was like, I was actually laughing at the effects at moments. So I was like, holy shit, yeah. this is like back how this is like how bad like next generation effects looked compared to Star Wars. Like we're still we still have that disparity today. But I heard that other Star Trek Strange Worlds or whatever has really good effects. So but <laughs> there's a there's a there's a couple of moments in that show. I was like, this is unacceptable. Could you says a bunch of people are saying it was better than all of Andor. I don't see it. No, it, it's it's yeah. like apples and oranges. It's it's yeah. so not doing the uh, the uh, same thing. I, I I think though that you probably requires a little bit of brains to enjoy both, and <laughs> and no brains to enjoy one. And I don't mean that in a bad way, hmm. or do I? Let's confuse the <laughs> Marcos. How's it going? Um, what do you guys think of the explanation of Cara Dune? I thought it was well done. Yeah, I I I I. I it's what I expected, Marcos. I was like. In my head, the way I wrote it, I wrote the same moment in my head. And it was like, Din was like, this place looks built up. And he was like, yeah, some some people didn't like us getting so civilized. And you're like, oh, I get it. You know what I mean? Something like to that, like that effect. <laughs> like that's kind of like how, how I wrote the scene. But it's, you know, it's the same same plug and play concept. And, uh, but. If they wanted yeah. to go savage, they should have had like, you know, uh, Mando going to visit her at her new office and then just having the place get glassed by these pirates. <laughs> um, you, you, you know what, you know what I would have done? Uh, you know, you know how, um, remember how Dengar looks in episode nine? Uh -huh. I'd have had, her, I'd have had her, like a Dengar in episode nine. She's like, I was uh, in an accident. <laughs> I'm being totally, result. Well, the best was a uh, chef from <laughs> South park when, um, uh, when he when he got when the Scientologist got him, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that episode, took old footage and just butchered yeah. it together. <laughs> yeah, I, I I like uh, last podcast on the left. It's like one of my one of my favorite podcasts, and they're doing a thing on Scientology right now. Nice. And uh, the 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 Scientology bots are after him. Like on the subreddit for there, you could see it. There's like all this stuff talking about how. They're threatening their lives and shit. They're not doing any of that, but it, there's a campaign. It's it's interesting. Huh. Um, Baymax says Gideon got mentioned off to a tribunal. You know what? I missed Gideon getting mentioned because my kid was yappity yappity the whole time. He's like, oh, what do I like? I like that the Naboo Starfighter doesn't have coverings anymore. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, it's like, it's like it's one of those things where I'm like, you know, this is our time, but also I really <laughs> want to see it, man. So, yeah, but uh, so 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 they say that he was that he was going off to a tribunal. Yeah, for the New Republic. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm I'm actually wondering if that's going to be an episode that some would incorrectly call filler, um, because we do see in the trailer lots of shots of Pershing and the mm -hmm. the I don't know what she doesn't have a name, Deck Lady. You know the commander, the, the the lady who's with them who survived, and um, we see them like going to get a star destroyer, and so clearly they're gonna they're doing like a big heist, an Andor style heist, but probably not as in depth as Andor, obviously not not, not a three parter, 
that gets sure. a that gets into it, but just the the meat and bones of it, and they're gonna bust him out. So I'm curious if that episode actually is gonna actually have Mando in it, yeah. or if or if it might just be like, here's what the bad guys are up to, and then and um and I keep wondering if when they bring Gideon home, if that's when we see the Praetorians, like in that that moment, you know? Yeah. Well, it's interesting with Pershing just hanging out in Coruscant because he's the ex-imperial i think he's i think he's there though to, to bust gideon out i think like yeah. like i think they want to get i think they might want to get gideon in transit before he's behind bars in some fucked up place but as we know in star wars the jails aren't so good no <laughs> they're not so good <laughs> well they mentioned in previous episodes that person was a high value target mm -hmm. like when they when they uh hijacked the, the shuttle that he's on yeah the, the guy like holds a gun to his head and is like, oh, you know, I know who this guy is. And so the fact that he would just show up in a taxi on Coruscant doesn't seem to jive, especially because yeah. he's not like incognito at all. He's got this, this stupid glasses on. Yeah. <laughs> he should have tried the fake around. beard. He should have tried the fake beard. Yeah. But Baymax says it was a good restart for the series. We got two missions, find new IG memory chip, 88 and have a bath on Mandalore. See, knowing that he ends up in like a mech situation, uh, excuse me, I'm of the opinion that they might not get the memory chip. Um, like, like, so he's going to sort of be, he has the id, but not the ego, perhaps, of the brain. So it's just like, go there, go there. He goes there, but he, maybe it's something weird like that. Um, David says the Moss Pirate was awesome. I, I liked, I liked him. I liked him in the brief shot that we see. Maybe it, you know, under scrutiny, I'd be like, oh, it doesn't look good or something. But it, in the brief seemed, time we looked, it looked fun. It seemed very eighties. So mm -hmm. when people talk about the Stranger Things vibe for uh, Skeleton Crew, it seemed kind of like, yeah, yeah, this all seems to kind of line up. Yeah. yeah, I, I think it's going to line up. Yeah, I, I do. I'm. There's not not too often that like like Star Wars Santa and Meg, I drive them fucking crazy about the amount of hard evidence that I need to believe <laughs> something that's right in front of my face. But I'm like not moving on it just because it seems to me. But that one, I'm convinced right now. Uh -huh. I have convinced myself that 100%. is that is it. You know, so, unless he's gonna be a new bad guy from Mando after Moff Gideon's out of the picture, and yeah, but I. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see that. Um, Seth says, KK originally said it was going to culminate in a, a big event. And uh, just today, Jermaine Lucier uh, had an interview with them and literally asked them about it. And he's, and like they played coy, like, yeah, yeah, I don't know how that's going to go yet or what it's going to be or whatever. But we know for a fact that that is not true. Not, not, maybe. Maybe it's one of those things where they haven't they haven't written it yet. Yeah. So therefore, he could play the ambiguity card, but we know there's a ton of shit being set up. So, yeah. And then KG thought Moss Moss Jones was cheesy, reminding me of Pizza the Hut. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. I, see, KG, I don't think that's bad. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> David says it's delicious. 
But does he actually have a name? Did they did, did someone see in the credits what this dude's name was? Or, or no, he's he, King something. They they they, they say think. it like three times. I, yeah. I can't remember because it's like two in the morning. But, <laughs> but yeah, they say it like they say it several times. Like yeah. like I'm I'm King Pirate Tajunko's man. You're gonna pay, and he's just like, yeah, I don't care. You know, he says it like because a few times. I, I'm going with Moss Jones from now on. Moss Jones. <laughs> Uh, BMX says, don't forget that first piece of concept art. All the mandos together and Fett holding up the child, Gurgu Allah, um, Lion King. I bet money that happens is such an iconic image only with Din. Yeah, maybe, maybe they'll um maybe they'll save that though for uh Grogu's, you know, when Grogu gets gets the uh armor. You know what I mean? Or something like that. But Baymax says that'll be the last shot of season three. Mandalore restored and Grogu their their new hope. I was I was I was under the impression that it was Bo Katan in Mythosaur armor, but we'll see. I'm not I'm not wouldn't die. I don't know how the edit goes, so I'm not going to die on a hill for it. <laughs> <laughs> but Luke Luke feels like it was. Uh, Luke Miller says nine out of ten, great start. And uh, I. I tend to fall into a bit of recency bias. I still got a little bit of the dopamine hit still like lingering right here from, from watching it. And uh, I, I definitely want to give it like, I probably want to give it an, an, an eight. And if it sets up as much fun stuff as I, as I think it is. And as it seems to do that, and if all that stuff pays off, then retroactively, I'll probably agree with you. And I was like, that was a nine. But well, if, you know, if if none of that stuff really pays off and it was a bunch of setup towards garbage, then yeah. uh, it falls down to a seven for me. But it was. But tonight, tonight is an eight for me. I think you and I are on the same page with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Mandalo is overrated. It's good. I like it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, a lot of people just lost their shit over it, and it was like, I gave the first season maybe a B minus, and season two like a B plus. Yeah. Yeah. And, so it's it's not the greatest thing ever. I mean, I just imagine that where Star Wars would be without Mando. Mm-hmm. If if you rolled into Rise of Skywalker, and then the next thing you had would have been what Book of Boba Fett, or or, or if there was just none of that, if we yeah. just got Rise of Skywalker, and we were just waiting this whole time for something. Oh God, that's that's <laughs> that's that's something you know. Yeah, people should sometimes be. A little bit more grateful for what we do get, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Jake Lloyd had a Stewie Griffin head, says Bestman. <laughs> the boobies is huge, yeah. But it was. You see, is there anything else in the in the uh, chat? Um, Seth says Katie had the best performance of the episode by far, though. Yeah, yeah, she's. I mean, she's always good. She's always good, you know. Darth Del Rio says Mando definitely feels like an extension of Clone Wars and Rebels. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I I feel personally just that like all every Star Wars series or whatever has its own its own vibe to it as it should its own its own feeling and like to me I think like how much I care retroactively is like how vibrant that vibe is. Like when I when I think of Clone Wars and Rebels and Mandalorian and and Andor, I'm like it's there's like sort of like a a, a glow to it, 
And then when I think of the other stuff like Book of Boba Fett or Bad Batch, I don't get that as much for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, even with Clone Wars, I mean, man, you're all over the map with that. You got C-3PO and R2 doing Gulliver's Travels. Mm-hmm. And then you got the, the Paul and Krell thing, which is like, you know, Apocalypse Now <laughs> with clones. So, I mean, you're all over the map with, with tone and, and story on that show, which is why I love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, that doesn't even have an identity, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Franz, Franz says, Andor looked better than Mandalorian. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, but it's like a smaller scale. It's the different... Like when you look at the amount of sets that are in Andor compared to this and like how fast it moves, it's not exactly, I don't know. It's sort of a a little little apples and oranges here to me. And The Last of Us is a good show, but I think it's actually like kind of crazy to compare those two things. I mean, it's just, uh, it's, you're, you're, you're jumping genre. You're, you're, it just, no that's just not a good just it's a waste of time it's like it's like saying i like i like my girlfriend better than your girlfriend it's just like right. what it doesn't have anything it's not the same thing well and there's so, nothing in andor that's as ambitious as this first episode of mando yeah because that that creature in the beginning mm-hmm. i mean just the I don't think people appreciate how much filming in water like that with a heavy effect sequence like that for TV. Like, I mean, 10 years ago, unheard of, never going to yeah. happen. I mean, that was, that was huge. Or even the, the space battle in the asteroid field. I mean, that was bigger than anything that Andor did. Andor is very small scale and all the stuff that it did, did everything yeah. very well, but it yeah. was not, it wasn't epic. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was. It was about the the those people. It's about yeah. people. It wasn't about a giant meta narrative. You yeah, know, there weren't big, huge, scary monsters, and yeah, yeah. The the, the one small space battle with uh, with Luthen's ship. That was pretty yeah. Much it. That people yeah. every week were asking, "Is that going to happen now? Is that finally going to happen now?" <laughs> um, Baymax says, "Is it possible Manda goes to Pelly?" And takes R5 to use as the new memory core to IG11. And I mean, I, I think it's totally possible. I was I'm on board with you on the first part. That is it possible Amanda goes to Peli and to Pelimoto too. I think it's t- because maybe she's the one who can get it. That was mm-hmm. that was where I was going with it. That she would be the one who could get something that fucked up, you know, or that weird. Cause she that's kind of what she seems to yeah. to to uh to uh, do. And um, and R five like, yeah, is R five a part of that? Uh, you know, they're gonna take R. Yeah. Are they gonna cannibalize R five D four into this thing? I mean, maybe. But IG eighty eight was on the sale barge when it blew up, right? Or was that just Dengar and Boss that are in? Uh, yeah, but, but Palace. The, yeah, but you so know, could they go there and be like, "Oh, Max yeah. Rebo was too, bud. Max Rebo was too." And <laughs> no, nothing could kill the Rebo. Well, I, 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 apparently there was another skip, and they said, "Hey, let's go on a beer run." There was like, "Good idea." What do you want? Well, I don't know. Well, why don't you just come and pick out yourself? And then they all went on that one, <laughs> and then they're alive. So there we go. I don't know, but I'm just saying, and, and then, but also. Uh, Take away TD. Can't you see him being the voice of R5 way more than you can see him being an IG droid? I mean, it just yeah. seems a lot more, like if I heard his voice in R5, I'd be like, yeah, 
That's about right. <laughs> KG Seriously, says, I think it was Shard, but Moss Jones is definitely better. If you don't like him that much, KG, you should call him Shart. <laughs> Shart is, is a is a good burn. <laughs> but uh, Baymax says, Mando got to flex his pilot skills, didn't break a sweat for a second, showed the N1 is differently to pirate grunts. Yeah, for 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 a second, I was wondering if there was going to be more of a of a contest there. Yeah, but you know when you look at that that whole that whole sequence didn't actually need to be there. I'm just talking myself into this being a skeleton, that being a skeleton crew thing. The more that you know, but it really you didn't really need it, and it was expensive. Yeah, and that, I'm going to say that's another. That's just a that's just another tick in it being it being related, but well, obviously we're going to have later in the season, we can kind of put the pieces together that these pirates go to Navarro, stir up some shit. Mando goes back there with a bunch of Mandalorians and they, they take out these guys. So yeah. we know that's coming. So that's, I mean, it did set that up. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it, it probably pays off later, but for this episode, yeah, it's very, uh, thank you. Murph. Murph says pirate King Gorian shard. So, uh mm-hmm. shirt shirt <laughs> pirate king gorian shirt so nice. yeah well any 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 anything that we didn't hit on that that you wanted to talk about before we go you want to talk about how bad bad patch is uh, i haven't <laughs> i haven't watched it yet no i, I haven't watched, watched this episode but i'm just saying in general oh yeah <laughs> no I've done that enough no yeah <laughs> I'm 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 good. <laughs> I'm good. Um, you know, I'm hoping for the. I'm hoping that like um, by the end of the season, though, that like the important episodes end up being like, well, I can watch those important episodes, and there's yeah. something there. Like right. that. That's that's my hope. But um, do I really care if if uh, you know Boba Fett's clone sister um, learns about? home and family no i'm gonna watch star wars not star families not in that way like if there's a family drama give it to me but just realizing that we really all need to appreciate each other appreciate each other a little bit more uh that's kind of a boring star wars story to me (laughs) which is kind of what they're doing maybe well it's fine for a movie not for a you know three seasons of a tv show (laughs) there's just there's just too many episodes of each season Mm -hmm. of bad batch you know and um but and then murphy's important episodes i want 100 episodes all of these just hugely expanding star wars lore yeah star wars lore for me is is expansive enough i i want more i either want mando or andor and uh but i'm glad that it works for you like that's that's cool and it's there so they're making it. They're apparently making another season. So everybody wins, I say. Um, I do tonight's agree, bad match is good. Okay, I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check it out. I'm still gonna watch it. I'm just. I wanted to do the yeah. show with yeah. with Diggity James before. Um, Baymax says by that point, Mando has R5 in the N1. I think the pirate ship comes down to Bo's new planet probably after Mando. Hmm. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, like like I said, it's that didn't look cheap. Those the, the uh, turrets on that ship they built one of them at least, and so that's not cheap, no. you know. So 
Yeah, but I don't know. Is this literally in one shot of the show? Well, well, build, let's build props for one shot. Yeah, be, be, before we go, let's talk really quickly about Bo Katan. We know that she's there with Mando from the trailers. She goes down into the into the underground, mm-hmm. you know, Lake Lake Minnetonka to with them down there. So do you think she just sits there and he leaves and she's just like a fucking idiot and then just like decides just to go and help him though? Do you think she's like do you think like like the next moment is her like going ah and standing up and then fucking going after him and her and, and meeting up with them because we do know that they end up in her ship together. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a couple things. Um, Cause why would she go there? Mm-hmm. And is there some kind of bullshit with the dark saber that, you know, if you bathe in the thing and then you could claim the sword or does she go down there to kick Dinjajar's ass and finally get it back? If you skinny dip with the guy who has it and he says you can have it, it's okay by Mando law. Yeah, maybe that's the way. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I, I theorize no that that yeah. when he gets baptized in it, so to speak, and he's back to default, maybe he kind of loses claim to things that he once had, like because he's like starting over and she can take it. I don't know. Yeah. That's the hey, only reason she'd be there. Did you did you like it? Were were you were you were you happy? Were you a happy guy? Because sometimes you're not such a happy guy about the Star War. I hope I hope it worked for you, man. Mr. Sith Care Bear. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely like like people people have seen episode two, so episode two spoilers will likely come out um along with a bunch of fake ones because people saw it. So hopefully somebody who, who sees it gives us a, the, the general gist of it. But sure, I could wait yeah. a week. If I don't hear it, I'll be fine. Right. I could wait yeah. a week. Yeah. You know. Right. Um, Sith Care Bear says, I thought the episode was okay for the first two seasons of Clone Wars. Oh, you got us again. You got uh, us. It felt like an episode of an animated show. You're, he's the toughest customer. I'll tell you. He's a tough customer. But yeah, it, you know what? I think we. I think I'm going to meet you in the middle here, and we're going to agree that it just needed a little bit of parent. If parent had shown up, like, hey, anybody seen my wife? Well, while I'm here, while in, yeah. while in Navarro, you know what they say: do as Navarroians do. <laughs> this was written by Favreau, right? The whole season. Uh, I, I believe. I believe he writes them all. Yeah. And, and uh, Fujima, the primary the writer, anyway. What's that? Rick Fujima was the director. Hmm. Yeah, okay. is it Fama Yua? Fama Yua. Yeah, I, I believe he's doing the first yeah. one and he's doing the seventh and, and the eighth. The, okay. So he's doing like the two part finale, the first and the two part finale, which is so it's a Fama Yua sandwich. Is Filoni involved at all, really, then in this? I don't believe. Kind of, uh, I, I don't, I don't believe he's directing. Uh, we have a director's list. So tomorrow, when me and Rob do the show, um, I'll go over the, the director's list. But I haven't done that he's show not yet. writing and or directing on this show, he's basically got zero input. I I wouldn't say I don't think it's zero input. Well, I would say but zero, it's, but yeah. minimal. He's not. He's, yeah, he's, he's not, not directing. Really yeah. It, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Okay. It, it, it's it's like he's uh, yeah, he's he's was mostly like going towards um 
pre-production on Ahsoka while this was going on, and then Ahsoka kind of hits starts run, the the ground hits the ground running right after that, uh, right as this was like wrapping, I think, from memory. Okay. And uh, yeah, so so it's like that's that's the uh, one of the things about the show or these shows, like how much overlap and like the teamwork that's involved. Like I, I always try to tell people. Um, Favreau is not credited as directing any episode in, in the first season. Right. I was down there like 20 days. Mm-hmm. And all I saw was, was, was that was the director. Like Taika is there. You know what I mean? Right, like right. Deborah is there and he's yeah. the one who's like clearly directing it. You and, know what it um, Sorry, go ahead. No, no. no. So, so the, the, the point is like, yeah. Um, how, how much, like what people do and, you know what people do without each other it, it's it's a weird strange alchemy and so sure. i i don't think we under and i'm not cl- claiming i understand like how what it all is or what the what they're um who's doing what necessarily in a way but i mean you know the results are the, are the results and mm-hmm. um you could look at the direction in kenobi and look at the, the direction from the same director on the thing and go, what the fuck is the difference? You know, I was just kind of going there. And I yeah. think, you know, I think that in hindsight now, having thought about it, the big difference between say Kenobi or Andor, mm-hmm. how many, um, how many episodes did Gilroy direct? Uh, did he end up not directing any, not directing any. And, yeah. he, and he said it was just too much work. Yeah. Cause the Deborah runner. child was showrunner and director mm-hmm. for all of Kenobi. I think yeah. it was way too much work for one person. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why Kenobi sucks mm-hmm. is because they had one person being showrunner and director and trying to do everything all at once. And mm-hmm. it was just too much work. Yeah. Uh, and so mm-hmm. you got a half-ass show. Yeah. In, yeah. in addition to other factors, but yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I think you absolutely need to have a showrunner and a director and to have maybe direct one or two episodes fine. But other than that, yeah. There's a huge collaborative effort. Just way too many decisions to be made. Yeah. Baymax says, so John is the adult of the room when he needs to be on the directing front. Could see him reigning in Taika. Um, no, yeah, I mean, I mean that that that's like, it, it is sort of like, like he is sort of the like Southern California production leader of all of these shows. That's why like when Rob says he needs to make a movie, it's like, it's impossible. You can't essentially be a showrunner on several shows and go make a movie. It's just not going to happen right now. Yep. And um, it's impossible. But it's like you don't want to take away from the work that it, that it, the people do and then say, oh, it's all it's all, it's all, all Favreau because that's also would be a simplification of every. You know what I mean? So uh-huh. it's, yeah, it's it's just that. If it's they just, wanted it's not, to do a it's movie. not as all or nothing and it's not as simple yeah. as people say is what I'm trying to say. If yeah, if they wanted to do a movie, they could easily get someone like Bryce Dallas Howard, possibly, or one of these other directors that have worked on Mando mm-hmm. to do the movie. Yeah. And have Favreau be the showrunner. Yeah, but at the same time, everybody's all like, let Bryce Dallas Howard do everything. And yeah. it's like I, just just I, I hear like um, yeah. the the nights when she's involved. It's on the day she directs. It's not smooth. It's long. Sure. Yeah, it's long, and it's and it's a, there's a lot of like you know mm, back and forth and stuff, and um, yeah. So you just um, 
Yeah, it's just it's just not that simple. Everybody just wants to make something like a simple thing, like oh, that's who it is. It's like no, it's when the yeah. fucking Beatles are together. Otherwise, you get wings. <laughs> I wish I wish that example yeah. just worked for people because it makes complete sense in my brain. But <laughs> but um, also, Sith Care Bear says also I like the Bad Batch. I oh, love you, dude, but you are officially a maniac now. <laughs> then <laughs> yeah you, you got to come hang out with me pretty soon man when you got when you got some time just let me know i'm always down to hang out baymax says uh so already spread that one so it's, uh says kenobi could have been a two-part miniseries not a full season of a show the inquisitor subplot seemed like the filler and was distracting yeah it was um that stuff was mostly shot like the worst i'd say but I, I i do agree that it was like there wasn't really enough there 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 were i don't really know what they wanted other than to like hunt jedi like there was there was real like motivation problems for things like the grand inquisitor there were there and it was really like he didn't need to be there it would have been probably better suited with reva being our connective our connect the connection to that organization and then maybe having a moment where they all kind of come in and they're like, oh shit, instead of opening with them there. I think there was a couple of things that in in th that sense. And also a lot of it was um issues like like the cafe that it opens in. It's terrible, but it's because it was only going to be used for a one-minute scene. Yep. But that's the problem, is there's a, a hundred one-minute terrible <sighs> scenes that make that production scene cheap. Whereas this one, thank God that 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 wasn't you know here tonight. Why Kenobi should have been a movie. Yeah, it should have been a movie. I I, I do agree. I I do love it. I really really truly do. I I could just I could be critical and like love some you know, like like I love my son, but he needs to shut up when I'm watching The Mandalorian. Um, Sith Carver <laughs> says we will definitely have some nice dude. Yeah, and and, and whenever you guys have. Are just hanging out you guys don't have a guest hit me up I'm, I'm always down to hang out uh ivan says kenobi was was what it was because they needed to sell toys i i, I kind of disagree. yeah i kind of disagree with that because yeah. i don't know if it sold toys but but maybe they just failed you know what i mean like he says inquisitors lightsabers more toys more merchandise yeah but they they kind of had that angle already like like they already had it through fallen order they already had it through star wars rebels like you know, so it's I, I wouldn't I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't die on a hill saying you're wrong. But I also like like I don't know if it was that thought out. <laughs> uh, Baymax is piecing together trailer shots. The pirate ship is an atmosphere on Navarro raining terror on grief, destroying the surface of the town. Then Mando, Armor, Paz, Gang and Bo-Katan's crew are present, too. So there we go. So 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 that we do have more because that was what we were wondering was was there more of the pirates or not? Isn't that right there? Makes sense. Yeah. So so may, maybe they're not the guys from Skeleton Crew. Maybe they are, or maybe it's in both. I don't know. But I got a theory, and I'm gonna make it my pet theory. And when it's not true, I'm gonna hate Skeleton Crew for it because that's yeah. what you do if you're a Star Wars fan. Cara Dune comes and saves them all. Yeah. Big spoiler. K KG says Kenobi was trash, but I still like parts of it. Yeah, I like like my thing with Kenobi is like the heart of it is good. So the important part of it is actually good. 
and the non-important parts I could take or leave. And that's, but that's still unfortunate, you know, but, but the uh, big moments in it, love them. So I'm with you, but, uh, and the care bear is too. Josh is with you. Josh is with us, with us on that one. No, that's good. But anyways, all right, we did it. We did it. We're, we're going to call it a night. And uh, thanks for hanging out with me tonight, James, staying up. And uh, uh, I'll be on tomorrow with Rob. We'll get, we'll hear, we'll hear Rob's take on the episode. I'll watch it again. So I'll be able to give a, a, a little bit of a, a second viewing take and, you know, maybe my opinion will change. Who knows? Maybe it'll be the same. Maybe I'll be more in love with it. Maybe I won't. Maybe you like the Bad Bats even better. Hey, I'm gonna watch the Bad Bats right now. I'm gonna yeah, go. Same. I'm gonna go get in bed, turn on the Bad Batch, and if I'm awake by the end of it, it was a good episode. That's what I say. <laughs> All right, bye everybody. We'll see you guys. We'll see everybody next week. <laughs>